0: so uh, two stents and a wake-up call and uh, I turned it on I started doing the things that the gurus said I started following the advice in in the diet books that, that I most identified with I um I lost 30 pounds in 27 days and I felt great I felt better than I'd ever felt in my life um and How you doing? This is Toby, founder and CEO here at Bad Diet TV. Who am I kidding? I am Bad Diet TV. I am the whole company. There are no employees. If I say we, it's because I want to sound fancy. But uh, anyway, here at Bad Diet TV, we yeah we don't know all the answers. We don't know what the best diet is. We don't know what the worst diet is. We we're trying to figure it out. And, and I'm inviting you on this journey with, with, with me as I figure it out. <clears throat> what I do know is that a year ago I had a heart attack. Not only did I have a heart attack it started on Friday morning. And it was Tuesday at 2 a.m. when I finally I woke up my wife and I said, "I'm going to go to the hospital. I I think it's my heart." And you know she looked at me like it was crazy, and she said, "You're not going to go to the hospital. I'm going to take you to the hospital." And um, and so so we went. And it turns out that if you you walk into the emergency room like this, you get fast service, and they had me on a stretcher and they were checking things and doing blood tests and then they put me in an ambulance took me to a different hospital and a few hours after that I'm talking oh man I was on some really good drugs I'm, I'm talking I don't know what drugs they were but they were really good drugs and I'm laying there and they got me all strapped down and that's after they had you know the nurse had come in and shaved my crotch and um, just in case that's where they needed to go in because they're going to go in they, they take a if you've had this done, but they they take basically a, a flexible microscope on a tube and they send it up through your artery to get into your heart to see what's going on in there, and um, and so so they actually it turns out they needed they went in through my my wrist right here you can still just barely see the scar no not even um, anyway so they went in through my wrist <clears throat> so of course it's it's a teaching hospital so so the the resident or or the student I don't I don't even know who's doing it and so so the, the the person with less experience is operating the equipment, and the the professor, which apparently i didn't know this going into it um, my, my wife heard from somebody in the waiting room, but apparently the professor he the guy that was in charge, you know he was super famous and he's like does more of these um, these things than anybody else does and I, I don't i don't know all the details but um but anyway, so at one point because they want you to be conscious, they want to be able to talk to you um, so you're not under a general anesthetic you're but, but the pain, oh, man, the painkillers. Um, anyway, so at one point, I hear the guy say, no, no, not like this, do it like that. And I don't have enough mental capability to get freaked out by that. But you looking back, 2020 20 hindsight, you'd think, man, that should have been scary. But it wasn't, and and then and they're 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 doing what they do, and then I don't know how much time has passed. I, I think it took all like fifteen minutes. My wife says I was in there for two and a half hours. Um, so the uh, the surgeon, the, the professor, he comes over and he he talks to me and he's and he says, well, so we're in there. We we found two pretty pretty major blockages, and um, you know, since we're in there, we could we could put in some stents and we could fix it right now, or. We could take you to a different operating room, we could crack you open, and we could do a bypass. Wh- what do you want to do? And I remember... Th- thinking is a strong term. But, um, but I, I, I've always had this personality where I want to be the likable guy. I want to be... Uh, I, I was the class clown in, in elementary school. And, you know, I just... So I start joking around with the guy, even though they've still got all the stuff in my heart. And um, I'm like, so. Uh, so what's the, you know, what's the failure rate on these stent things? And he says, well, you know, they usually last as long as you live. And uh, I said, well, you know, what's what's the failure mechanism? He says, well, the same one that brought you in here today. And um, and I'm just thinking, like, are you already in there? You say you could do a simple thing, or you could crack me open. And do a bypass. I mean, there's not really a conversation here. I'm gonna, of course, say do it. And I think he maybe was was leading the conversation that way. Anyway, I don't know. Um, when I talked to my um, my um, my normal doctor afterwards, he said, "Oh, well, based on where the the blockages were and stuff, a bypass was a was a possibility." And um, but anyway, that was after the fact. They put the stents in. I get two stents. Um, and um, well, I guess two stents and a wake-up call, um, because I knew about healthy lifestyle, and I knew that I needed to have a healthy lifestyle, and I also knew that well, I knew how to do it, and I could do it in the future, and so yeah, maybe next week I'll start, and 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 I was going about my life, I was doing the things that felt important, that doing the things that gave me joy, the things that um, that. The night before I went to the hospital, we had steak and lobster for dinner. I bought lobsters, I made some steak, we had steak and lobster for dinner the night before. The day that I went to the hospital, I had steak for lunch. Um, and, and I had steak and, and a nice glass of red wine and I was eating and drinking. I was, I was literally eating and drinking myself to death and uh And so I get two cents in a wake up call last um jeez, it was last October. two cents in a wake up call i get um I finally get out of the hospital. They kept me for a few extra days longer than they normally would because it turns out that my blood pressure was out of control there was um I, I had another story about blood pressure, but my blood pressure was out of control. I'd never been on any kind of medications at all since. Since I was a high school and college athlete, and and when I was a high school and college athlete, I lived on ibuprofen. Um, it was you know it was like candy. You, you just you you're, you had a pain in your knee, so you have some candy. You have a, a pain in your your ankle, so you have some candy, um, and um, and so that may be a contributing factor. But I don't know. It was so long ago. Who knows? But um, the the thing is, I knew before it happened that I needed to lose weight. I knew before it happened that I didn't have a healthy lifestyle, and uh, I had read the books. I had read the diet books. I had followed the diet gurus. I had bought the supplements, and and every time I would, um, I was already intermittent fasting, right? But but what I was doing was out of all of these diet programs, all of these books, all of the gurus that I listened to and and, and heard from. I would pick out the additions to my diet that sounded like i liked them i'd pick out the things that i wanted to do if there was something they told me to stop doing and i liked doing it i didn't stop it i kept doing it but i added the good things so i figured that was you know sort of getting healthy and uh and, and well it wasn't and so i got out of the hospital i i managed um the day they discharged me i actually was able to walk to an event at my uh, at my daughter's school and um and the half mile walk from my home to my daughter's school to to go see the event the event was so the kids were raising money for charity and they run around laps around a park um i had to rest When I got there, I had to sit down. When I got there, because the half-mile walk from my house to the school almost wiped me out, and that was from the procedure and the drugs and coming. It was because I walked normally. I walked three, four miles a day before this happened. Um. Anyway, so uh, two stents and a wake-up call, and uh, I turned it on. I started doing the things. That the guru said, I started following the advice in in the diet books that that I most identified with. I um, I lost thirty pounds in twenty seven days, and I felt great. I felt better than I'd ever felt in my life. Um, and um, it's it's possible to do these things. I know that it's possible. Uh, and. Um, then uh, then I, I kind of plateaued after losing thirty pounds. I wanted to lose more weight, but I felt so good that i, I re- really stopped putting a concerted effort into it what What I really did was I stopped tracking things I stopped measuring things, um, thinking that i'd established a pattern, and I would just follow the pattern and i didn 't need to measure things anymore but that's that's that 's bullshit um, if you want to uh, if you want to advance if you want to get better, if you want to improve anything. You have to have measurable things. You have to <clears throat> you have to know what inputs you're adjusting in the system. You know what inputs you're adjusting. You know what outputs you can measure, and then you can control the system. and And we may not at the beginning know all of the all of the possible things that we should be measuring. We may not know all of the things that we should be monitoring on the way in. But um, I'm, I'm an engineer and a scientist. I'm an entrepreneur. I. I'm really smart, and I and I, I didn't used to think so, but but I determined that I was, and and so as a really smart guy, an engineer and a scientist, somebody that knows how to do this stuff. I should have known that if I stopped measuring it, I didn't gain the weight back. But when I stopped measuring it, I stopped losing the weight, and then uh, and then I plateaued there, and I was I was just about ready to to kick it in again, I think, and. Um, yeah, COVID. I get sent home when they when they and I. And I one of the things I do uh, is I, I teach at the university, and so when I get sent home, I get kicked out of my office at the university. When they, when they first sent the students home, I thought I was going to get to at least stay in my office because if the students aren't here, then the disease vector is different, and and I would have a chance to To teach remotely, but teach remotely from my office. And then um, the state changes guidelines, the university said, nope, we're gonna shut down entirely, everybody go home. And, uh, and so I had a, a few days to, uh, well, really, because of all of the things I had to do, I had a few hours to pack up my office and get out. and um, And I did that, I got home, and my wife was already working from home, the kids were already out of school, and we didn't really have that much office space in the house because we weren't set up for it. And so my office was the kitchen table. And so I would set up in the kitchen table and I had set up a Zoom studio and I do my Zoom calls and all this, all this stuff. And I do it on my computer and I get, I had three computers set up and I had my tablet set up and I get the cameras, all the different angles, kind of a video geek sometimes. But um, I, uh, my office was four feet from the fridge and three feet from the liquor cabinet and i don't know if you remember march of 2020 but being three feet from the liquor cabinet that wasn't a horrible place to be and so i gained the 30 pounds back between march and and june and um and i was feeling down i was feeling upset i was feeling like a failure a loser because i knew how to lose the weight and then i gained it back and, um, and so here we are, it's, it's November. Um, about 45 days ago, with a group of, um, a group of friends, we all, we all decided to set a 100 day challenge. We wanted to have a challenge that would bring us to January 1st. And I know that the most important thing for me, the most important thing that's gonna keep me alive is to get down to a healthy weight and to, uh, to maintain that healthy lifestyle. I wonder if you guys can hear the leaf blower just outside my office window. I'm going to wait a minute. I can still hear the leaf blower, but I think I, I think he's far enough away that it won't really disturb the, the rest of the recording, and, and I don't have that much more to say today. But um, two stents and a wake-up. I lost 30 pounds in 27 days. I did that by taking the knowledge that I had been gathering over the last, I don't know, I think I bought my first diet book. My, 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 I started worrying about the fact that I was gaining weight. I think I bought that first book in 1990, um, I wanna say six or seven. That was that was that was the time in my life when I first started to experience. Um, I first started to experience this idea of self-development about making myself a better person by learning stuff. I guess I, I guess I was I was a few years out of college, um, and there were no longer people telling me what to learn. There was no longer this this need. Or, or there was no longer anybody pushing me to learn more. Um, I guess also my my frontal lobe has uh, had started to become more fully developed. They say your frontal lobe doesn't develop until you're in your 20s, and and so it was 96, 97 ish time. Um, I remember I, I got my first self development book or my first self help book. Um, it was it was at the time that I was transitioning from employee to entrepreneur and business owner. It was. Um, I remember the book. It, it, it's got a red cover. There's a picture of like a middle-aged balding guy. He had some hair around the edges. Um, I gave up on that years ago. Uh, but but a dark hair sort of. Um, it, it sort of reminded me sort of like of of Doctor Phil. So if you think of like the Doctor Phil physique and sort of facial structure, but it wasn't Doctor Phil. It was uh, I, I forget who the guy was. I forget the author's name, but the name of the book was The Burn Rate Diet. And, and as an engineer, this, this appealed to me because it, I understood rates and I understood burning. In fact, at the time, I was working in fire sciences and fire protection engineering. And, um, and so, so this whole idea of this burn rate diet, that, that made sense to me. And, and, and he talked about um, calories in and calories out. And that made sense to me. And then he said, you know, there's different metabolisms. There's different rates at which people lose weight and these things. And, and anyway, that was, I, I got that book when I weighed about 15 pounds more than I weighed when I was in college. And, um, and, and I, I learned from that book, again, I said, the, the things that I, um, the things that I liked. The things he said that I liked, I did. The things he said that I didn't like, I said, well, that probably doesn't apply to me. And, and I think we all do this. As we, as we seek this knowledge, we, um, we all tend to adopt, and I, I think even the people who write the diet books, even the, the gurus, the people like, like Stephen Gundry and Dave Asprey, and, and these are the people that I'm following now, but, but the people like this, they're biased. They have internal bias. They can't help it. We all have our own internal bias. And if there's something that they really enjoy, if there's something that they really want to do, they will find a way to justify it to let them keep doing it. Um, I'm sure that that's a global rule. I, I maybe maybe there are. I mean, the one that comes to mind to me is Dave Asprey and maybe he would make the change if he believes that the change will help him regardless of whether he wants to or not but it, 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 we all do that to a degree but um but at any rate so i think we all as as we're struggling with this and if you're if you're watching this video and you've stayed this long you're either my mother or you you identify with the things I'm talking about and and you've had the same struggles as me. And and if that's the case, you're the person I wanna talk to because um, I think that together we can move forward and we can get better and we can become healthy. I think that if we do that together, we're gonna do it faster. We're gonna do it better and we're gonna learn more. And and that's that's really why I, I decided to start Bad Diet TV um the uh, the premise comes from uh from uh oh, this was several years ago i decided i was going to get fit and healthy um and uh, and since i was a, a a star athlete in college and high school i was a track star I, I there was a i was several events that i was rated number one in the state my senior year in high school and uh and all the short distance sprinting kind of events or jumping kind of events and um because of that I feel like I should run to get fit because I'm a runner. Um and so um I, I remember oh, I I could look up the dates, but it was I don't know, seven, eight years ago. And uh and I blew up my knee by running while fat. Um I, I, I don't have another explanation. I just um it was a, it was a small bucket tear in the um in the, the cartilage under the kneecap. Um, and, uh, and so my, unfortunately, my orthopedic surgeon, my my family friend who was an orthopedic surgeon had moved out of the state and I really didn't want to go to South Carolina to get my uh, my knee surgery done. And um, so I, I opted for physical therapy instead of surgery. This second time I blew up my knee by, I don't know, running well fat, I suppose is the, the reason. Um, and um so i went to physical therapy and it was which was really good i highly recommend it for for simple knee things if the doctor says physical therapy is a possibility is an option do that before you do surgery you can't really undo surgery and and physical therapy there's studies that show that physical therapy makes a lot of these problems go away don't take my word for it ask your doctor um but uh so at the physical therapy place i remember you have to check in when you get there and all that stuff and then your 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 therapist the expert that's working with you to help you fix that one problem that you went in there for um they they come and get you and they take you and they have a bunch of exercises set up for you um but there was this there was this poster at the check-in place and it was it was somebody who was running on a street and it was like the heels of their running shoes and maybe their calf muscles, and of course runners have nice, strong calf muscles. And uh, and they're running away from you, so you see them from behind. In the caption on the poster, it said, you can't outrun a bad diet. And somehow that, that phrase, that, that you can't outrun a bad diet, it that phrase struck a bell with me. It's something that I've never forgotten since the moment I saw that poster. For the first time and um and so that's that's where the name bad diet tv came from when i lost 30 pounds in 27 days i couldn't exercise the doctors didn't want me to do anything strenuous i was coming off this this procedure where they put the two stents in Uh, i was coming off a heart attack the um my my blood pressure was out of control um even on meds that they put me on after we got out of the hospital my blood pressure was still out of control i couldn 't exercise I lost twenty seven pounds I lost thirty pounds in twenty seven days by changing my diet that 's the only thing I could control by eating the right foods at the right times and I, when I did it, I felt great um, now now it 's a year later i 'm allowed to do some exercise and, and I've brought exercise back into my life and um, and i 'm doing this challenge and I, I want to get to my target weight I want to get and and to get to my target weight, I needed to lose 85 pounds in 100 days. Now, you may say that that's unreasonable, but that's the journey I set out from. And you know what? If I lose half of that in 100 days, it was successful. If I lose a quarter of that in 100 days, it was successful. If I just lose 10 pounds in 100 days... But on the 101st day, I'm still trying to get to that target weight. It was successful. And, and so, so I invite you all to join me on this journey. Um, I'm gonna talk about the things I learned. I'm gonna talk about the things I know. I'm gonna differentiate between what I know, what I believe, and what I just learned. And together, maybe we can all hit our target weights. So, so that's the premise here at Bad Diet TV. If you, want to, uh, if you want to hear more about this, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube. You can go to Bad Diet TV, baddiet.tv um, and check us out. Um, I'm going to be posting something every day for the next year while I'm on this journey to establish and maintain my target weight. And, and I'd love for you to come on this journey with me I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.